What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow. In today's episode, it's not about me, it's not about myself, it's not about I. It's about him and how he can deliver us from that place. I hope this stories help encourage you on how he delivered me from myself, from depression and all that, into obedience and trusting him and what he's given me. So if you find value in this, please subscribe, leave a written review, and please, if you wanna go support, if you wanna be one of the first people to get a copy of my book, become a patron. Go to jamielinwalnow.com and click join the tribe and you can sew and support into us monthly for all the media endeavors to help get the next America show going and this in the support of the book, Holy Revolution coming out May, 2021. Super pumped. Thanks for being part of the fam. And without further ado, let's hop into this short message. Not about us, but about him. Me, 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 myself, and I. It's all about me. <laughs> Just kidding. I really wanted to hop on here today and share with you about me, myself, and I in the journey of overcoming those three things, even though they're all the same. It's like the Trinity, but not at all. So <laughs> don't come at me with making that joke. Okay. I wanted to share a story with you guys because right now clearly we're living in a generation where if we're not careful, this isn't true of everybody, but if we're not careful, you know, the American dream is about you. It's about me. It's about us fulfilling our greatest dream and us, you know, pursuing it at all costs, no matter what, so that we can have everything we've ever wanted and need and keep growing and there's no limit and you keep, you know, I could keep going. You get it. And I know that this podcast goes to 69 different countries <laughs> right now. So you may be listening from another country thinking, okay, well, that's not necessarily how it is here. But, you know, what are, what are areas where we constantly think about ourselves? And I will say this, in my experience of battling depression for over 10 years, which the Lord did deliver me from that. If you're new and you don't know that about me, the Lord delivered me from depression and it was an, it's amazing. It's never come back and it won't because... He has showed me how to guard my heart and my mind. But it was because I was constantly looking at how awful things were, being critical, being judgmental towards myself, which in a way made me that way towards others. But I was really that way towards myself more than towards other people during that time. And it was always how I wasn't enough or people don't like me because of this or I was fat or blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was just horrible. It was all about me, all of it. And I remember when I started doing prophetic art, and for those of you who don't know what that is, prophetic art is when, well, prophetic art is like a prophetic word. Most of you know what that is. But what I mean is speed painting live on stage is a more accurate way to put that. So when I would travel and go to these conferences or events and do live painting, <laughs> that's intimidating. First of all, you have X amount of time to do it in. And then second of all, you, um, it's a reflection of you in a way. Like people are like, oh, that's good or that's not. I mean, it's open to people's judgment of what, how they think it is. So I remember I would paint sometimes and I'd be like, it looks like a five-year-old did that. Like, this is embarrassing. What do I, <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? No, but I would be embarrassed. And, um, sometimes because I felt like it looked like a five-year-old did it. And then every single time I felt that way, because I was making it about me, by the way, and what I was capable of doing in that moment. And I wasn't, I didn't agree that it was enough. And so I felt insecure and I cared about what people thought. 
And every time I thought it looked like doo-doo, <laughs> somebody would come up and cry and say how it touched them and they'd buy it. Or they would just, several people each time would come up and say how much it moved them. And the Lord quickly showed me, thank you, Jesus. My prophetic artwork that I did in those moments had nothing to do with me. It was me being obedient in a moment to him. It was me saying, Spirit of God, what do you want to do right now? And we're going to put that on the canvas. And trusting that what he was showing me and what he gave me to accomplish it was enough. So I don't know what you're doing today. This has been a game changer for me in my life. So in media, it would be, I mean, I I even know with where I'm headed with media, there's going to be way more backlash about me speaking up, especially when the baseline of your life is the word of God. (laughs) When we're living in a culture where people are trying to fit the word of God into their life and what they're doing, um, there's going to be a lot more scrutiny. There's going to be a lot more accusation coming ahead. There's just going to be a lot more enduring. It's It's not going to get easier to be a Christian. But I do believe the sacrifices and the standing gets easier when you continue to endure and stand the way he's called you to. Just like for me, it got easier for me to paint live because I, I didn't criticize it. No matter what, in my flesh, never allowed myself to get in the flesh and give my opinion about what I thought was on the canvas. Now, I'm not saying that I wasn't operating in excellence because that's, that's not what I mean. Excellence is important, and that means giving your best when he tells you to go and do something that you give it everything you can in that moment. And it may not look like somebody else's best. It may not look like this other artist. It may not look like this. It may not look like that. And that is okay because if he has called you to do it, he wants you to accomplish these things. I've done six illustrations now for children's books. I'm about to start my seventh. And I'm telling you, they get better and better. Like when I go back and look at the first one, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I look at where I've come, but because I've been faithful, each one has been exactly what it's meant to be. And I keep getting better because I'm doing my best every single time and I'm growing and getting better at it. So for you, whatever you're doing in life, I would say insecurity comes when we're looking at ourself and we're noticing that we're not measuring up. When we feel like what we have isn't as much as what so-and-so has. So for example, let's say, um, I have a podcast and let's say my girlfriend, Susie Q (laughs) has a podcast. Now Susie Q's podcast could be, has, could have a bigger audience than mine. It could have, um, somebody could be complimenting her podcast in front of me, knowing that I have one. I could just think it's amazing because I listen to it and I just feel like I don't know that mine's that good. I mean, insert whatever comment goes there, right? But can it's important for us to recognize Susie Q is doing what she's made to do and she is slaying. Like, I should be celebrating her. And, and I will say, I, I used to, I mean, I can't imagine, let's be real, how many of us have compared ourselves, felt a comparing spirit come in with somebody else or how many of us have um, criticized others or whatever it may be. It's happened, right? But for us, um, when we learn to celebrate others who are doing what we're doing, life becomes a lot easier when you look outside yourself because here's the deal. If God is inviting you to it and you're saying yes, he's inviting you to it because what you have right now is exactly what he wants for that moment. 
for that space, for that time. He will never lead you into a place that you're not ready for. And this is what I mean. There are many times that he's going to call us and in obedience, we say yes, and we feel completely unqualified. But when we don't look at ourselves and we know, God, I trust your voice. I trust your direction. I trust that you're calling me up here to paint on the stage on this blank canvas, even though I feel totally unqualified in this amount of time to accomplish it. But you wouldn't have brought me here if I wasn't ready. And so I thank you for whoever you're going to bless in this hour. I thank you for the word that's going on this canvas to speak to the room, to encourage them in what you're saying. God, I thank you for this podcast because I thank you that somebody's being touched, that somebody's being moved, that, that you have said that your word was going to get out somehow, that your encouragement was going to get out somehow in, in helping encourage people to live a life set apart. So for you in this hour... What is God inviting you to? Because this is where obedience trumps what we think we have to offer, okay? (laughs) Obedience is really hard unless you know the voice of God. And when you know the voice of God, which he speaks to all of us in so many powerful ways, when we know that he's opening a door for us to step in, when we trust him with all of our heart and say, God, I don't feel qualified, but I trust you to do whatever you want to do through me in my yes. And your yes means I'm taking action, I'm showing up, and I'm going to give it everything I know how to give, and I'm going to remain teachable. I'm going to, re- I'm going to remain in a place where I can grow and be corrected and mature, and I'm going to keep showing up unless you tell me to stop because I'm going to keep being faithful because you're faithful, and I trust that this is where you're calling me. But when we make it about ourselves, we, we can't say yes, or we say yes and we complain, or we're constantly thinking about ourselves and we have to offer, but the truth is Paul, who's like the champion of the New Testament, um, Paul talked about boasting in his weakness. Paul used to murder Christians, and then the Lord totally transformed his life. And then he got to a place where when he preached, he would boast in, 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 in his weakness. You know, like for me, it's like, If I don't read the word, I become really hard on myself and I stop doing this and I stop doing that and I start becoming critical and judgmental towards people in my head or myself in my head. So if I don't read the word and I don't stay in prayer, I can become that way. So for you, it's like being aware that because Jesus is my lifeline and my source, I can boast and say, I would not normally show up and be able to paint on canvas like this and it have that much of a spiritual impact on somebody's life if God didn't call me to it. So I can say when somebody comes up and says another point I wanted to make, I think this is super profound. When somebody compliments you on something God's called you to, it is okay to say thank you. It's okay to not say it's the Lord. It's the Lord brother. It's the Lord sister. What's important is that in your heart, you know that it's him. And when they say, hey, you did a fabulous job, you can say, thank you, that means a lot. And then you turn around and you look to him and you say, thank you, God, for what you did in that moment. Thank you, God, for giving me this space to shine your love. Thank you, God, for that compliment that they gave. I give it back to you and I say, thank you. I know this came from you. And so I think it's really important in order for us to accomplish what God has called us to do, in order to be obedient, to not be self-focused. 
It doesn't matter. Like Paul would boast in his weakness saying, you know, this is the way I was, but with Jesus, he showed up and he has allowed me to preach the gospel to people I used to kill, right? For me as an artist, I'm like, I was trained by the Holy Spirit. That has bothered many professional artists. That's not true. It's bothered a few and they've spoke their mind to me, but he trained me. I didn't have to go get my doctorate in art. He said, Jamie Lynn, would you lean in here and would you trust me? So if somebody comes against me, they're actually coming against him in that moment because he's the one that called me. I know that I, on my own, could not do what I do with art, but I'm faithful to him. So he does it and he's the one that breathes favor on it, not me. So I hope this is encouraging once again for us to remember like you are right (laughs) in your weakness when you don't feel qualified when you don't feel like you're enough, when you don't know what to give, you're right, you are not. But he who calls you to something is saying that you are. He is saying, I put something in you to bring to this table with all of these other people in this hour and in this moment. I just need you to say yes, and I need you to trust that when you show up, I'm with you, and I'm gonna pour out of you in this moment, and it will touch people's hearts. Now, you may not hear the response from people. You may not hear compliments from people when you're being faithful to serve, when you're being faithful and obedient to God. You may not, but if you live for people to say you're doing a great job, then then that's also a problem because there's many seasons I've been in where I've been faithful to serve and grow and I've never heard a word. And there were seasons where it bothered me, like, am I doing okay? What feedback do I need? And it's okay to ask mentors for feedback, of course. I think that's super important. We want to, we want to, you know, we, we want to run close enough with people that understand what God's saying and doing in our lives and that are agreeing with what he is doing, not with their opinion, but with, with God and what he's saying. But we live because we have a love for Jesus and we say yes to him because we trust him and we love him and we want to do what he's called us to do <laughs> because there's a plan and a purpose in it. And you're touching the lives of other people, whether you know it or not. Here's another side note. When I taught children's ministry, the kids that seemed like they weren't listening in the classroom were the ones that were being most impacted. Crazy. They're the ones whose parents came up to me and said, in class, my kids said blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah last Sunday. And it's been so crazy in our family. And we're so thankful. And I'm like, you can never judge something based off of what people say or what you're seeing. You have to trust the Lord with it because it could be the one that you think isn't watching that's being most impacted by your life and your love. So I want to pray for you guys. I hope this is encouraging and that you guys would share this with your friends if you feel like it would be encouraging for them to hear. But what we do has, what we've been given, the gifts we've been given are not for us. They are for us to find joy in and passion in, but he gave them to us to shine his light. He gave them to us because he was hoping we would steward him well and be obedient. So give it all you've got when he's called you into it in that time, in that season, knowing that what you carry, he's going to be your strength in it, even if you feel weak. So Lord, we thank you. Oh, we thank you for your friendship. We thank you for your love and your leadership. And I ask God for you to come in and strengthen every single one of these brothers and sisters listening in. I thank you for the gifts you've given them. I thank you for the dreams. I thank you for the talents. God, I even thank you for the season so many are in right now where they're not doing what they love but you're teaching them something, you're giving them something right now. And I thank you for 
giving them courage and strength to push through with excellence and serve you really well in this hour. Thank you, God, for leading us. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your friendship and your leadership. And for those of us who feel like we don't hear your voice, or for those listening who feel like they don't hear your voice, I ask, Holy Spirit, for you to show them how they hear God's voice, that you would, that you would strengthen them, that you would teach them and help them grow in that area, and that their trust would be in you for that, and that we would have the spirit of wisdom. Would you fill us with the spirit of wisdom who also gives us courage and strength to go? and say yes and agree with your word. We love you, God. You are the best. And I cannot wait to hear testimonies from those who are tuning in for their active obedience. We look to you. Help us look away from ourselves and look to you and deliver us from ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. Merry Christmas almost. Many of you listen later on. I'm always amazed how much these spike over time. Like, how many of you listen out the gate and then how much it spikes? I'm like, whoa, where did y'all come from? But I did record this right before Christmas. And so I love you guys. 2020 is going to finish strong in 2021. It's not about us. It's about him. And I'm so excited. And I will, I will release a prophetic word going into 2020 for you guys. So it will be for you. Stay tuned. Love you. If you find value in this, subscribe, leave a written review, share it with your friends, tag me, let me know you're one of the tribe members. I love you. And if you want to support all these media adventures, it would mean so much to me. And my goal is to have 50 Patreons or Patrons. Um, if you go to jamielinwallnow.com, you can join the tribe for as low as $10 a month to help support the next America show, this podcast, and my book that's coming out, Holy Revolution, which I'm super pumped about, May 2021. And for, page, for some of the Patrons at $35 or more, you will actually get a book before other people. So go support and I will check you next week on Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Wall now.